Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Welcome to Grab Your Keys. I'm super excited that everyone has joined us today. Just remember, if you like the nuggets that you're hearing, to share and like and comment so we can bring you more of that information that you're finding so valuable and beneficial. So today, I have a fabulous guest, Mickey Schilling, on today. We have known each other forever. She is definitely a pioneer in the mortgage industry, as am I. We've gone to lots of conferences together. She is, um, well, I'm going to let you tell, you tell Mickey, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Thanks, Sue. Um, we're pioneers. I, all of a sudden, I felt a little old, like we're the pioneer women. <laughs> we are, though. I, I was just at a ladies in uh, lending event, and I was like, I'm just going to own it. I'm just going to yeah. own it now. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm happy to be here and be a pioneer. You know, when I think back about over the decades of the career, I uh, did not get started into the mortgage industry until 2000. Uh, um, and, you know, I was a mere 38 years old. Now I'm closing in on 60 in another month. And uh, I've earned all of uh, the pioneer phrases. So I'm happy to still be in an industry that I love. I'm very passionate about and have made it through a couple of different cycles. And hey, we're back in another cycle, but we'll make it through this as well. But um, I started my mortgage banking career uh, on the broker wholesale side as an account executive with JPMorgan Chase. And then after uh, they exited wholesale in 09, I switched over to the correspondent space for a few years and then worked at a community bank. You know, those were some years where you just sort of had to pivot and uh, staying in the industry was definitely challenging. Um, but I went into a regional bank and did whatever was needed, recruiting, um, project management, scenario desk. I learned a lot doing that, helping in secondary and that was sort of a slingshot to my career, actually. I feel like I took a lot of steps backwards in compensation. But from what I learned during that three or four year time frame, kind of, you know, pivoted, you know, catapulted me out in my career. And then the next thing I know is running a community bank mortgage department here in Atlanta for about a year until the bank was sold. And since that time, I've just been in full on retail um, growth and management. And I just joined a new company, actually, four weeks ago this week. I joined Highland Mortgage. Yes, an Atlanta-based independent mortgage banker. I've had the pleasure of knowing the owners for almost two decades. And two times our past almost joined us together. And the third time was the charm. So now I have the distinct pleasure of helping them grow. And uh, they've definitely got a mindset of growth right now. So I'm excited about that. That's super, that's super exciting. And I love everything that you've been doing. I always uh think the wisdom that you give people is fabulous. What um, what are your three keys to success, do you feel? I oh, gosh. You know, I think first and foremost is just to um, be ready to take on something, even if you feel like you're not 100%, check all the boxes. And if you look at um, job opportunities, and we, I think as women, sometimes we shy away because we feel like we need to have each one of those boxes checked. And um, and sometimes in my career, the best opportunities came when I didn't think I was ready, but other people prompted me to, you know, throw my hat in the ring. And then I took on that role. So don't be afraid to take a risk. 
um, you'll learn it. And we're smart and we can do it just as well as others can. So don't sell yourself short. And first off, I would say be be ready to take risk in your career. Uh, if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. So right. step to the plate. Take that extra project on if you're in operations. Take on the team lead role. Um, take on the sales manager role and you'll figure it out. You will. So I think taking risk is really important. Um, just, you know, being persistent has been another key to my success. Um, I think you really have to be consistent and persistent. Um, those would probably be the other two. Uh, consistent daily. Um, I don't follow any written plan every single day, but I know there are certain things that I should do that are, you know, um, working in my business and on my business. And then being persistent also is just, you know, keep going, keep grinding. You'll get there eventually and don't give up. How do you believe you can trigger change your mindset from working on your business instead of in your business? Well, there are There's two different things I think on what you said. How do you think that you can like switch those on and off? To me, it is, you know, I know I have to give a, a separate amount of time to each. And, you know, we juggle a lot of balls, I think, as women. Um, you know, if we're married, if we have, you know, a spouse or significant other, if we have children, you know, we don't get to just turn it off at five o'clock and, you know, stop. We've got to then run home or, you know, go downstairs and make dinner and help some homework. Unfortunately, out of those days, my kids are grown. Uh, but I do, I was working, you know, sometimes at the height of my career was, you know, as I was building, I had small children. Right. So, you know, we balance a lot. We juggle a lot. And I think you have to do that in your career as well. So when I say work in your business and work on your business, so working in your business is the day to day, the things you have to get done, the returning of phone calls, checking in on your team, who needs help and working on your business is the things that take you to the next level. So, you know, just be mindful of you just can't get mired down into the day to day that you're not focused on growth for you for your team personally and professionally. So there's some certain things that I will do is, you know, sometimes it's okay to stop and read a motivational book. Sometimes it's, it's okay to stop and, you know, go to a conference. I get so many great ideas like Sue from you, you know, in the years that we've known each other and we've gone to some really great conferences together and to come back and try to implement a couple of those things that we learned. So that's working on your business. And it's equally as important than just, you know, being in the day to day. You've got to step away. You have to um, go to, you know, those conferences and make those relationships. I think networking is probably one of the most important things to do as you're working on your business. Yeah, I believe that working on your business and working on your network because your network is how you make your net worth. Really, I, mean, I love that. I have learned so much from reaching out to others and seeing my friends in the community. Some who you know work in retail, some who don't work in retail, and see what's going on so that we can be prepared and we can have the long stretch. Mm -hmm. uh, that is so important. Calling a friend in California or calling you, even the people who we have on this podcast, we're bringing so many different backgrounds together to just give nuggets of, of how people find success in different ways. I mean, your three keys um, have not been said before. The taking risk is amazing. I mean, that's how we can have the ability to shine when we stretch to our total abilities and being persistent 
sometimes you see that as an originator, you need to talk to, you need to try to get to people 17 times. Making five phone calls is not enough. You have right. to touch and touch and touch and touch. And, you know, uh, I always say tickle people 10 million times to finally get a response. So I think that's so super report, important. And the consistency, the consistency and constantly calling back and constantly making sure that you're true to your um, word is so important. So I agree with all three of those. For sure. And there's a lot more keys, but I mean, I think those are some things that if you just implement, to start thinking about those, you'll see a shift. Absolutely. And you touched on juggling balls. There's so many balls that have to be juggled in the air, especially for women today with being a mom. Even if you're a mom of adult children, you're still, you know, talking to them, you're still guiding them, you're still, you know, or your grandmom, you know, it never seems to end. We have time we have people who have little kids and has have littles and all the way through. And I loved what you said, like student, you can do everything, but you, there's no, there's really no balance in it. Right. Would you, you know, would you, how would you, what would you, what would be your nugget to people who are trying to juggle a lot of things today? Well, don't demand perfection of yourself. You know, I, we, I didn't have social media, um, you know, in, my, in the early stages of my career. And I think that's one thing we compare ourselves and, oh, this person's doing it this way. Her social media is great or she's got it all together. You never know what's really behind the curtain and you really know what people are facing in their lives. So first and foremost, don't beat yourself up. Um, just and don't expect perfection. No one is perfect. Um, but try to do your best and try to set aside time. I had a real, you know, I say come to Jesus moment in my life after um, Chase exited wholesale in 09. It was my entire, my career was really, you know, going hard at that point. And I was, I could never be the number one account executive because that guy was 30 something years old, didn't have a family. And I don't think he ever slept, but I was sitting there juggling one of the largest accounts in wholesale for Chase at the time and, you know, working hard and had a, a daughter in college and a son in middle school. And I look back now and I think, you know, I wish I'd given a little bit more of me. I didn't know how to shut it off quite as well. Um, I was thinking about business all the time. So don't let your business become your life. Right. Um, do have time for your family. Take self-care. I'm a big proponent of Manny Petties and massage days on Sunday. I just took a good friend of mine here in Atlanta. She's in the mortgage banking business. And I called her. I said, let's go get some massages and Manny Petties today and drink some mimosas. We just need to decompress. So find you a girlfriend in your market and just go drink mimosas and get some Manny Petties every now and then. It'll do you a world of good. Uh, when it comes to juggling, though, I just think don't be too hard on yourself and don't expect perfection because you know, there's no such thing, but just, you know, do the best you can and stay, you know, stay, try to stay as balanced as you can. Sometimes you can do it well, and sometimes it'll be challenging, but be mindful of it. Right. I always say my family life and my work life were never always in sync. One was always like different. They were never perfect. And that actually made my life be more balanced that they were never perfect because it allowed me to pay attention to things at work when I needed to and pay attention to things at family when I needed to. It just always seemed to work. I said, I always said, I never had too many realtors busy at the same time. They all kind of took turns. That's good. Um, thing. Yeah. So, and I think back, you know, you said moms and grandmoms and, and kids, and I have a 27 year old son. He's in the business with me. 
Um, he started on the backside as a junior processor and the loan partner. And then this year, back in June, got licensed. He's wow. in the process of closing some loans. And then I have a 36-year-old daughter who's not in the business. Then I also have a seven-year-old granddaughter. So, you know, we, it never ends, right? They still never. need guidance. So, but um, to your point, just, you know, it's a juggling act and just know sometimes you have to, it's a yin and yang. I, with being an empty nester, I thought that we would have tons of time, but we ended up having like no time because there was always something to do, always someplace to go. So um, who do you admire? In the mortgage world or just in general? In general. I don't know. Or both. Male or female. Everybody, anybody. Um, I would say in the professional world, I have a great mentor. Her name is Christy Moss. Um, okay. She was the one who encouraged me to get go and seek my CMB and um, help me, you know, stay on track. And then also the person who got me into the mortgage industry, Amy Ramsey. Um, I, I owe my family owes her so much because she hired somebody with zero experience and taught me. But she said, if you do what I tell you to do, you'll you'll be successful. And I listen to every word. So I admire those two ladies. Um, I admire my grandmother. Uh, who was um, kind of a single parent almost and raised eight kids on a farm. So I don't know how she did that. And she worked too. So wow. uh, I've been fortunate to have some really strong uh, women in my life who poured into me. And I'm trying to do that now for others as I'm, you know, like I said, I'm going to be 60 uh, in February. And, you know, I want to work some several more years, right? I'm not retiring anytime soon. And so now it's my turn to pour into their buckets and help the next generation. So if anybody's looking for a mentor, I'll be happy to talk to you about that. And if anyone is looking to obtain their CMB, uh, which Sue also has, we'll be happy to talk to you about that journey. I think it's one of the best things you can do in the mortgage industry, particularly as a female. I totally agree with you. So let's walk and talk about that CMB program. So <laughs> CMB is being a certified mortgage banker. It was super important for me, I felt, to get it. I got it in 2008. I got it in 2019. I had to think for a second. So three years ago, I tried when I was the, a C, when I was my the CEO of Centennial Lending to get it. Mm -hmm. And it just was a bridge too far for me. So I backed off for a minute. I'd gone through all of it. And I was like, I'm not ready to take the... It's a verbal test and a written test, a verbal text amongst your peers and a written test. You have to pass one to get to the next step. And uh, it's pretty much the highest certification that you can get as a mortgage banker in our industry. Why was it important to you to get that? You know, I really had heard about it, but it wasn't until I think it was at NAMBA six or six years ago when Tony did his first NAMBA. And he talked about his journey as an African-American male and a minority to become a certified mortgage banker. And then I knew that Christy Moss also had just reserved hers at the time she was at Fannie Mae. And I just admired both of those people so much and their journeys. So I started exploring it. I did, I did take me a little bit longer because I had to take some education classes. So I took School of Mortgage Banking two and three. I did apply and received the Diversity and Inclusion um, Scholarship Education Award through the MBA to help me with the cost of those two. So um, there is there are resources and scholarships available to you. And wow. then I just sort of started the process. I had some people who kept me uh, focused and then I finished my um, study uh, prep class 
right in February of 2020 when the pandemic started. So between my job and the pandemic, it was, I had to pause. But then in 2021, I picked it back up with another study group and sort of facilitated the study group. And um, out of the six in our study group, five of us took it, took the written test, which is hard. My goal was to pass all six sections the first time, which I did. And then, yeah. yeah, that was a goal. And then 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 you take the oral, which is a whole nother set of, you know, um, current events in the mortgage industry and coming out of COVID. It was very interesting. Um, but I wanted it. I really wanted it. I didn't get my MBA in college. I went through um, college at the University of Georgia, graduated in 1985 and then just went straight out into the workforce and I never thought about getting my MBA. So I call this my MBA or my doctorate in mortgage banking. For I wish sure. I studied as hard in college as I did for my CMB. I would have been a straight A student. Uh, I I have to tell you, it was probably one of, besides take, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. Right. It was stressful because it was stressful because and you and I put my the stress on me. I wanted to pass it. I wanted to pass it the first time. I did it through COVID actually. And I said I needed to do it on a Saturday in my office because I couldn't focus because of all the phone calls and all the emails that we get. So they let me do it on a Saturday, which they were super nervous about because they didn't know if the technology would work. And we had they had to get a proctor to come and sit and sit here for eight, seven hours while right. they, you know, to proctor it and to make sure that we had the breaks that we had. So mm -hmm. it was just so crazy during that time. I'm I, just, I, it, I did it through um, online proctoring. And um, I, I can tell you that as soon as that test was over and I found out that I passed and then passed my oral, it was one of the best feelings in my life. I wish I could bottle that up. But, you know, that's I, I wanted to get it because I knew it was the highest distinction in our industry and it matters. And you learn more importantly, you learn so much more. If you're in just origination, you're going to learn a lot about secondary and securitization and warehouse lines and what how to be profitable. And it helps you to understand all the other facets of the mortgage industry. And I think it just makes you a stronger and whatever it is part of the industry in your career. Yes. So just a side note, if anyone's interested in getting their CBMB, you can definitely reach out to either one of us. We will be more than happy to, you know, get you in touch with the right people so that you can uh, see if it's uh, something you want to do. So Mickey, if you had to change careers, what do you think you'd do? Oh, there's a lot of cool things I'd like to do. I used to say I wanted to be Samantha Brown or Rick Steves and get paid to travel and write travel stories. <laughs> and yes. now it seems like people can do that on Instagram. So I don't know if that's a real career path. Um, I'm, I'm definitely a, um, I would love to be a interior designer house flipper. I love that. I've always been very, I don't know, my husband and my children always go, how do you, how do you see the vision? But um, I, I can go into a house and see it you know, the walls were painted and there was new flooring or whatnot. I've done that a couple of times with our own personal homes. And um, I think that would be fun if money was no object, if I wasn't trying to make a living doing it. And it was just for my personal en enjoyment. Um, but travel and interior design are probably my two favorite things. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. I know that we have a hard stop because you're a super busy woman. And I just really appreciate you sharing with our Grab Your Keys community. And uh, I, we wish you all the best. If you Thank need you. to get in touch or want to get in touch with Mickey, how do people reach out to you? Well, my email is Mickey 
dot shilling at highlandmtg.com. And this is how I tell people my name. It's Mickey like the mouse, shilling like the money. That way you'll never forget me. That is really how people will never forget you. And as I appreciate all you do for the mortgage industry. I love seeing you at conferences. We have to get back to getting to them together. Yes. And um, I look forward to watching everything you're doing in the mortgage industry. So thank you so much. So thank everyone, you so much. everyone, thank you so much for joining. Grab your keys, grab your keys and make sure you don't miss the next one when we'll have another super guest to give us tons of nuggets with regards to the mortgage industry and their keys to success. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you guys. Have a great day.